Adrenal Alternatives Foundation. Education, advocacy, and encouragement for all adrenal disease. Welcome to the Adrenal Alternatives Foundation podcast. Welcome to the Steroid Guidance Series. My name is Winslow Dixon. I am the CEO of Adrenal Alternatives Foundation, and we're here today with Dr. Megan Milne. Hello, I'm so glad to be here. And today, Dr. Megan and I are going to talk about how steroids are necessary evils. As those of us with chronic illnesses such as adrenal insufficiency know, steroids are something that we need to stay alive. But Dr. Megan is not adrenal insufficient, but she had another illness that impacted her and caused her to have to take steroids for her life. Dr. Megan, can you tell us about that? Yeah. So almost exactly three years ago, I was taking an antibiotic and I had a super high fever and I suddenly started getting this rash that went from here all the way down to my toes over a 24-hour period and no one could figure out what it was until they checked my blood and they found out that I was bleeding inside. My immune system was attacking my platelets and that meant I could bleed to death if they didn't stop it. So they said, you need to come to the hospital. You need to have all of these procedures, injections, and you don't get to go home for a week. Even though you don't feel sick, you are potentially going to die. And the only best treatment for you is, dun, 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 prednisone, one of the corticosteroids. And so they started me on really high dose steroids and I was on it for nine months until I could get chemotherapy to be off of the prednisone and the steroids for good. So what was the name of the condition they diagnosed you with? It's called ITP, and that stands for immune thrombocytopenia. Wow. The reason so, I didn't say it is because it's such a big word. <laughs> a big word. So you going through that, already having the background as a pharmacist, were you concerned about having to be on steroids long-term and how did that impact your life? Oh yeah. When they said, we have to give you prednisone, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. This is not happening. Not that drug. I've learned about this in pharmacy school. I'm not going there. I don't want to touch that with a 10-foot pole. I knew how bad it could be. I didn't really know though. I only knew the textbook version, like what it said in my pharmacy school textbooks. I didn't really know how it felt. And so then I found out how it really felt and it really changed the way I saw side effects, the way I saw what suffering really is. And it made me like, I have so much empathy for it anybody on any drug, but especially people taking steroids, because it is rife with so many side effects. In fact, prednisone is responsible for at least 150 known side effects. So what would you say is the biggest challenge for someone facing lifelong steroid therapy? I think the biggest challenge is is actually the same with any drug. It's finding the balance of the benefits and the risks because prednisone and other steroids can cause so many side effects. Is the treatment worth it? So are the benefits greater than those risks? We know there are so many risks, but are the benefits greater? And it's unique for every person in every condition. And it's trying to find 
enough information, enough ways of coping with the side effects to find that balance. I think that's the, really the hardest part. Is the dose high, too high? Is the dose too low? Is, could there be a different drug? It's really such a tough balance to find. So in the case of adrenal insufficiency, as we've discussed, there is no other alternative for cortisol replacement. Um, but there are different forms of steroids. So for example, can you explain the difference between prednisone, dexamethasone, solucortef, and hydrocortisone? Yeah. So prednisone is a once a day drug that lasts all day, basically. And you have to take it every day, but you only have to take it once a day. Whereas dexamethasone, it's longer acting. So some people in other conditions, I'm not talking about adrenal insufficiency, can take it just once a week and it'll, it'll be sufficient for their um, need for that steroid. Whereas solucortef is an injection of hydrocortisone, which is shorter acting. You need to take it more often. You can't really get away with doing it once a day. It won't be enough you have to take it morning, noon, and night, or whatever process you and your doctor have come up with. And what was the other one you- The hydrocortisone. Wanted? Hydrocortisone. So yeah, hydrocortisone is several times a day. Gotcha. So along with the side effects that we were talking about, the risk and benefits, weight gain is the most common side effect that we um, in our demographic have complaints of. So is there any tips or anything you have for people that are on long-term steroid use that have had weight issues? Yeah, so it's understanding how that steroid is causing the weight gain. That's the critical part. There are lots of factors, and I've got YouTube um, videos and blog posts all going way more in depth, but essentially the most important thing to know is it's a glucocorticoid. It's changing the way your body treats glucose, sugar. And so you have to be especially careful with how you ingest sugar. Is it candy? Is it sweets? Is it all those things that you're craving and you really want to eat? Or are they better quality starches and um, whole foods that are providing other nutrients? It's really important to cut out essentially the processed sugars. Those are the most important things. And then for people who can, salt is the other thing. So for some people, you need to be really careful about salt. Ignore me. <laughs> don't, don't listen to what I'm saying right now. But for those who aren't salt wasting, if you can minimize the amount of salt that you are ingesting, and it's almost the exact same foods, it's the processed foods, it's the boxed foods. It's the things that your great-great-grandmother never saw on the shelf. If it's something she ate, then it's probably a lot safer for you than, you know, a box of Cheetos or um, Cheerios or any of those foods that are made in a plant and aren't from a direct plant or animal source. So in addition to weight gain being a complaint, insomnia is typically a complaint that we get as well, which is ironic because fatigue is one of the complaints too, but it's like we get into this, um, I think the term is wired but tired with adrenal insufficiency. Is there any recommendation that you have for those who are struggling with quality sleep? Yes. Oh, 
and it's just so ironic. It's like, I need sleep more than most people. I'm so tired. I'm so fatigued. I need to recover from all of the tough things that adrenal insufficiency puts you through, but I can't sleep. And it's just this, it's just so horrible. My top recommendations are to improve, first of all, your bedtime routine. If you can set a good quality foundation, then the rest of it you can work from. If you are looking at your screen and trying to fall asleep at night, like scrolling through social media at bedtime in your bed, it's going to be really hard for you to get high quality sleep that night. But if you can turn off your device several hours before bed, if you can go to sleep at the same time every night, if you can, um, there's so many other things I could share, but, and I have a video about that too, if you want to check it out on my website. But essentially, if you can get a very restful bedtime routine that allows you to relax, allows your brain a chance to not worry about social media, about work, about whatever it is, that, you know, you do breathing techniques, you do meditation, things that just allow you to breathe. That is the most important foundation. And then steroids are actually depleting your hormone that allows you to fall asleep called melatonin. There's tons of research showing that it makes you not secrete as much melatonin as you normally would if you weren't taking a steroid. And so for a lot of people, taking melatonin can really help you achieve more restful sleep. Gotcha. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Megan. So just to recap, steroids are debilitating at some points with um, their risk and benefits, but sometimes, and in most cases, in all cases of adrenal insufficiency, they do save lives. So can you reiterate a little bit on basically how in those cases that the benefits do outweigh the risk and why people need to stay on their steroid if they have been prescribed it for adrenal insufficiency? Yes. So if you have adrenal insufficiency, that means that you're missing that hormone, the cortisol that you absolutely need to survive. That means that this is a vital hormone for you. Otherwise you can die. You can go into adrenal crisis and people do die of this. I know it's like unbelievable, but true that people truly die of this. And so your benefit is not dying right? The risks, you know, there are tons of risks. We talked about weight gain. We talked about insomnia, all the mood changes, all just, it goes on all day. But the benefit of living, the benefit of being there with the people you love is so much greater than those risks like the weight gain. And it's, it's so hard. I know seeing your face change, not recognizing your own appearance in the mirror. I saw it. I know exactly what that felt like. It was miserable, but it is proof that you are fighting a battle that is worth fighting. That when you are taking that really miserable substance into your body, it is saving your life and you are doing that to help others like 
because you can finally be there for them because you're alive and functioning and loving them. That benefit is much greater than the risk of all those side effects. But when you stop taking that steroid, you suddenly increase those risks so much that it can take your life. And we don't want that. We want you to be here as long as you possibly can to enjoy life at its fullest. It is hard finding that balance. Maybe you need to increase the dose. Maybe you need to decrease the dose. Maybe you need to switch drugs. Whatever it takes to find that balance, it's worth it. And so you are worth it, even if it's a really tough battle you're facing right now. Exactly. Thank you so much, Dr. Megan. And Dr. Megan has a lot of resources on her website for not only adrenal insufficient patients, but for others on long-term steroid therapy. Would you like to explain your website a little bit? Yeah. So it's prednisonepharmacist.com. And those are two of the hardest words to spell. Prednisone, P-R-E-D-N-I-S-O-N-E, and pharmacist, P-H-A-R-M-A-C-I-S-T.com. And on there, I have every type of side effect, essentially. You can look it up and see, is this the drug causing it, or is it like something else that's going on? That can give you a lot of clarity on where to like look. Then I have coping strategies for all of the side effects that people complain about the most. So check it out at prednisonepharmacist.com. I've got videos, I've got blogs, and I'm on YouTube and um, Instagram as well. Yes, thank you so much. And for those of you who are adrenal insufficient, you can find resources on our website on how to manage all forms of adrenal insufficiency at adrenalalternatives.com. And we're so thankful for Dr. Megan. She has kindly completely volunteered her time to do these educational videos for us. She's not paid by the foundation at all. This is all from the goodness of her heart. So we thank her so much for being our guest today. You're welcome. Have a great day. For more information, visit our website, adrenalalternatives.com, or our social media pages, facebook.com slash hope for adrenal disease, Twitter is Adrenal Advocate, and Instagram is Adrenal Alternatives Foundation. Adrenal Alternatives is a 501c3 patient empowerment organization dedicated to encouragement, education, and advocacy for all adrenal disease.